Hi gang, welcome to Ghostly Activities Podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about the differences between paranormal researchers and ghost hunters. Now there's four areas where they really differ, and that's going to be with the scope, or what really you're investigating, as well as your objectives or goals for each one of these, these research types. We've got the quality of the research, and then we've got what I call evidence presentation. Now, let's start at the top with the scope of the craft. If you're a paranormal researcher, it actually takes up many more areas than just ghost hunting. And one of the big things is paranormal research, their scope is pretty broad. So if you're a paranormal researcher, I mean, you're looking at aliens, UFOs, ghosts, ancient mysteries like Atlantis and cryptids, and the most famous cryptids would be, say, a Sasquatch or the Loch Ness Monster. Um, when it comes to ghost hunting, it, obviously, it's really focused on ghost spirits, um, these supernatural entities beyond the veil, as I like to call them. <laughs> Uh, but there's also a sub-segment to ghost hunting we don't really talk about too much, and we should probably bring it up a bit more often, and that is the case of legend trippers. And let's just say they're the thrill junkies, the experience seekers. Um, we'll get into them a little bit more with the next one on the objectives and evidence, as well as research quality. But first, let's step back and hit... The other differences is your goals or your objectives or your research. And with a paranormal researcher, their ultimate thing, their ultimate goal is to find the absolute truth. Can we prove for sure that Atlantis existed, Sasquatch is in the Cascade Mountains, UFOs are on a little satellite something behind the moon? They're going to prove that, yes, this is the case. These Things really exist. There is life after death if you focus on ghosts as part of your paranormal research. That's the ultimate gain. Now, with a ghost hunter, I would say, I call this a bit more intimate. But, you know, I would put a question mark on that one. But the ghost hunter is just look, going to prove that a house or a cemetery is haunted, that there are ghostly activities recorded, um, and to get evidence of it. That's a big thing. You want to prove your case. Now, with a legend tripper, the thrill seekers, I should call it, it's just they want to have a really awesome experience, something scary, um, something that gives them an adrenaline rush. You know, and there's a place for this, don't get me wrong. You want people excited about ghost hunting because in most cases you sit in a dark room asking questions into nothing with an infrared camera hoping you get something spooky. But <laughs> with a legend tripper, it's more about personal experience than, you know, proving the case of hauntings or um, that there is life after death. Now let's talk about research quality because this is one of the really, really big differences that we have here. So if you're a paranormal researcher, your research is very much in depth, in depth, <laughs> Freudian slip, right? Uh, in depth. And it's because they have such a high bar to their goals and objectives, it's got to be way more thorough than you'd expect. 
Now, in this case, they're going to look into the who the ghost could be, why the ghost is haunting the location, how it manifests, and the different nuances to the manifestation when it happens. Because if you, if you go out to ghostlyactivities.com, you're going to see a lot of things about keyed verges, dead spots, ghost portals. They're going to want to know how this ghost is coming through into our physical world and manifesting. Um, and they're going to use a lot more resources. So not only are you going to have news archives, you're going to look at geologic records for the area. Um, you're going to look at past ownership records. The best way I would say is look at Naomi Watts's character from The First Ring. She played an investigative reporter, and she did all this research to find out the case of Samara, right? That's a lot what, I mean, from a pop culture standpoint, that's what you're going to see for a lot of paranormal researchers. Uh, it's very academic. Um, and so you can see why having those types of research skills uh, and a, a good jolt of investigative reporting is going to help you find all sorts of information that may prove the haunting and who the ghost really is, or I should say was in life. Now with a ghost hunter, I would say it's not necessarily as in-depth. Like I said, you're just going for evidence of a haunting. You're not trying to prove the who, what, why, when, where, and how of it. And so with ghost hunters, I mean, a lot of it's going to be reviews of online information, like we've all seen the ghost forums and stuff like that. Um, I would say the debunking of that type of information isn't as strong there. The debunking would happen more so during the investigation. Um, so there's going to be some personal witness interviews. You're going to look at some of the archives, usually what you can get a hold of through the online archives for a local newspaper. You're going to look at the past evidence, which we talked through. You're going to do a little walkthrough. Maybe you're going to do some debunking there to see if, say, there's poor shielding on the house's power, or there's a power line running under a cemetery. And with the legend trippers, let's just say, if it looks haunted, it is. Not much more than that. I mean... A legend Trippers, it's based off urban legends, if you didn't know. And, and you know, you hear like, ooh, there's a witch in a cave. You know, when you're like eight, you're going to run into the cave and you're going to hear some scritches and scratches and, oh my goodness, it's a ghost. Ah, the witch is going to get me. That's kind of legend tripping. I have hyperbolized that. <laughs> um, and then let's step back to the evidence presentation. Now, if you're a paranormal researcher, what you're going to do is you're going to hold whatever you've collected from your investigations pretty close to the vest. You're not going to publish it right away. I mean, if you have things, you will share it with the people that let you in to their home or into the haunted location. You will show them that evidence, um, and you'll probably do that right away. Um, well, once you've done the review, much like a regular ghost hunter would. But what's going to happen behind the scenes is it's going to be fully vetted. There's going to be a peer review. And so not only are members of the investigation team going to go through it and try to debunk it and everything, but you're going to have people in other groups and maybe some academics like I think Duke University or the University of North Carolina. They have a paranormal investigation team where they have studies for it. Uh, 
if you're a serious paranormal researcher, you'll try to rope in these academic types. So it's like I said, it's going to be fully vetted. You're going to go through if all the video, all the audio, all the pictures, if something just smells a little off, you're going to debunk it. You're going to throw it out because it has to stand up if you're going to publish it. And that's why a lot of the true paranormal research teams, like the hardcore ones, you don't get a lot of evidence from them. Now, in the case of ghost hunters, you know, there's still going to be a review where you can go through all the pics, audios, video. Um, you know, if it looks good, like you did get an EVP, you can't necessarily debunk it right away. You get pictures, you know, and it seems reasonable that it could be some ghostly activity. Um, you know, you get the video, like um, at Port Gamble with the the child ghost engaging with the toys in the attic. You're going to publish it. Um, I mean, you'll share it with your team as well, and you will share it with the owners of the property, of, of course, before you put it up on your website and stuff. But, it, like, the rigor isn't as deep. Usually I like to have th two or three different people look at or listen to something to see if they can explain it or not. Um, and that's, and that's good enough, and you'll put it up. And then you've got the legend trippers, and everything is on blast. So they will go to social media, they'll put it up on their blog. It might be a little sensational or hyperbolized, but that's what they're out there for. It's the thrill. And so I'm not faulting for them. Let me tell you, I've had a lot of great leads coming in from Legend Trippers. So no shame in that, right? <laughs> but just expect maybe the vetting isn't as deep. Like I said, it's about the thrill and the personal experience. So that brings me to the end of this podcast. Thank you for listening, and I will probably have something new for you later in the week. Take care. <laughs>